0: Hi there and welcome to episode 155, got the number right, of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, the man who gets his nutrition in the form of neck claret, and I'm joined by Dr Alex Connor, the man who deliberately tells me about his cookery just to annoy me, and the woman who would eat the same thing for every meal, every day, if she could, Mrs ADHD. Alex, hi. Turmeric, turmeric, for all your ADHD needs. Turmeric
1: cures, ADHD. Why not eat two kilograms of powdered turmeric today? Because
0: <laughs> yes, you'd die. Oh yeah, no. Um, yeah. why? If you why don't you try it? Well. You would no. You would you would die. Yeah, it's a
1: yeah. terrible advice.
0: Yes. Um, and how are you both, Sam? Mrs. ADHD first. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm all right since oh, was... last time, really. Ah. Okay, that was just super. No. Um, Alex. I'm excellent, thank you, James.
1: Hello, Sam Numbers Intern's going touch again. Tells me that the number Google is named after a Googleplex, which is 10 to the power Google, which is itself a massive number. And that that number is how many times James has texted us about listener metrics. And I still don't know what the word metrics means. One of those metrics us a letter, James. Nine. They have. It's, it, I'm, I don't know, who's it? I'm just checking to check who, who it's from. It's from a Robert from Kinemitz to James. It says, it says, and I can't do that letter, so I'm going to have to do the other one. It says, <laughs> it says, um, did you know that James is metrosexual? By which I mean he's turned on by the Metro because he remembers the first one being built in 1863 because he's Dracula. He goes on to write helpfully, he's old and he's a Dracula, you see. Thanks, Robert. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Good explainer.
1: Mm. We've had a real letter. Can I read it out? Yeah. Well, you will. Um, we haven't asked if we can use their name. So sorry about that. Um, but it begins with a uh, J. Yeah, no, we can't use it. Um, the letter says, you will absolutely hate this, so I will begin. And that's a great way to start a letter. Threatening. I've realised that one of the reasons the podcast is so addictive is that each of the three of you have, in my opinion, Uniquely attractive and strangely sexy attributes. Ellipsis. <laughs> Sam, your biceps. Alex, the way your brain works. James, your laugh. Three hearts. This f- was from our <laughs> Buy Me A Coffee site from... I, we, we need to check. Let us know if we can use yeah. it. I'll say it next week. Wow. <laughs> mine. You two are physical and mine's a personality thing.
0: Wow. It's an ADHD A really laugh happy. is physical.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it is. Yes. Okay. It's, it's very out of sync, but you're saying the London Underground's a metro, are you? It is a metro. A me- <laughs> For that's the purpose right. of, yeah. a of a really weak joke. Yeah, <laughs> a really shit yeah. joke.
1: It's because I couldn't do the one about Robert <laughs> <Yeah>. McKinnaman's <laughs> doing heaven because it was too offensive. <laughs> Right, as usual, Tarquin, the Metrics intern, whilst uh, playing croquet in his massive garden with Sam's rich dad, has given me some information about another city we have listeners in. Leeds, in Yorkshire, where about 1% of our listeners are. According to Tarquin sources, legend has it that Leeds is home to an invisible castle, said to be located right in the city centre, but it's only visible to those who have eaten Yorkshire pudding that day. That's just just a fact. Facts. Facts. Back
2: ridiculous
1: <laughs> just angry <laughs> okay.
2: um
0: as, as usual this cosby sweater of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts um we start off with apologies i got um uh, distracted there we choose a theme last time around was a, i'm just throwing because nobody's asked about a cosby sweater I, want, I really want to google it it. Like... Goog- just g- google it Okay. <laughs> we choose a theme last time around was about adhd and sexuality and this week we're going to be discussing adhd and nutrition thanks to megan and chris jenkins who asked for a topic this topic or a topic like this to be covered three parts include the dr oz of evidence alex the psycho <laughs> education monkey hello um everybody. who will <laughs> talking about some of the evidence about nutrition. Our personal reflections on nutrition, definitely not what the word it says in the script is. And then finally, Gabby Logan's spunk trumpet just tipping. So Alex, obviously, as I've already hinted, I get most of my nutrition by the local blood bank, yep. um, but I'm not human. Tell us about ADHD
1: and nutrition. And I, bet I know which type of blood you like, because you always be negative. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I would have read that as Dr. Ounce, by the way, genuinely. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what Dr. Oz is. Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> again.
1: Then, yeah, Google it. I'm literally going to have to Google Cosby Sweater and Dr. Oz, aren't I? Yeah. Right. Nutrition. This is going to be a bit of a controversial one, I suspect, because we get letters mm-hmm. a lot. Nutrition is the process by, obviously, living organisms receive and utilize the nutrients they need to grow and to maintain their health. and to reproduce and carry out their bodily functions. James, most humans still have bodily functions. Yes, yes. There are broadly two classes of nutrients, bigans and littleans, macronutrients, micronutrients. <laughs> bigans, macronutrients are the ones that the body requires in large amounts. They're not physically big as I thought they were even <laughs> during my biology degree. <laughs> they are that is not a joke they are the prime source of energy and we, we measure that in calories typically and they're essential for growth metabolism general body getting shit done literally mm. in some cases and there are three types of biggins macronutrients you know this it's carbs fats and proteins it's sugars proteins and fat that's what it is carbs mm. tend to be the body's main source of energy especially the brain proteins uh, we can use for as well but crucial for growth tissue repair immune function and the preservation of the lean muscle mass like i have underneath <laughs> 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 underneath me third macronutrient fat which are a really useful super important dense source of energy we die without fat you can't have none important for lots of bodily functions as well including the absorption of Vitamins and the protection of our organs and warmth. Mm. And they also play a really big role in producing and sending out hormones.
0: I could have done that a bit <coughs> better. In fact, actually, anyone could have done that a bit better. Hush James. What do you know about this? Honestly,
1: can you just go? <laughs> a scientist is <laughs> <to> talking. <laughs> I have. <to. laughs> So this is literally James's professional professor round field, <laughs> and I'm reading it out, and then he's going to get letters again, isn't he? Going, why well, did <laughs> you, know, Alex, it great. <laughs> right? James, <laughs> shush!
0: Yeah, about. I. I, I not. <laughs>
1: the other type of nutrient. It almost frightens me doing this. In case you beat me up, the other type of nutrient, micronutrients. Little ones, are the ones we require in little amounts but they are nonetheless absolutely essential for healthy living vitamins and minerals and those sorts of things that play this role in supporting metabolism keeping your bones healthy and your fluids all balanced and lots of other processes micronutrients don't provide us with energy unlike the big ones vitamins required for almost every uh, biochemical process and each one has lots of specific roles helping us create the energy but not being the energy maintaining skin health cell damage everything really and the minerals the kind of you know metals and things like that like calcium and magnesium and sodium and other elements are inorganic they're not the carbon based stuff that is most of us but we need those in either high amounts like chloride and sodium potassium or I mean tiny tiny little trace amounts like zinc and copper for bone health and fluid balance for james for blood as you well know your mm-hmm. favorite topic muscle function amongst <laughs> many 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 other things
2: and should we be taking vitamins and minerals as well as eating all the things
1: Definitely not James. He gets all the iron he needs from (laughs) the necks of his virgins in Kidderminster. So if you have a deficiency, yes, the vast, yeah, I know that's fair, I think, James, isn't it? The vast majority of us do not need to take supplements. A balanced diet, a relatively balanced diet, and we are omnivores, a relatively balanced diet usually provides the body with Adequate micro and adequate macronutrients. The body doesn't produce these on its own. So we do have to eat. That's why we eat to get them. If you have a deficiency, a natural imbalance, or you're pregnant or a few other things, you then you need supplements, but it's under medical care. Just taking vitamins off the shelf and for no reason at all is not required. Um, so if you do have an Im- imbalance too much, too little, that can cause health problems, but it's quite extreme. If you have too little calcium, uh, as uh, for children this is, it can weaken your bones. While uh, too much fat can increase the risk of heart disease and have problems with your muscles and your joints and everything. So a varied and balanced diet is key to maintaining good health.
2: Isn't the diet in the UK pretty shit though?
1: (laughs) Do you actually think that? I just read it. I haven't thought about it. (laughs)
0: James, what do you reckon we could get her to read? Anything, pretty much anything. In fact, that's a a good idea to put a a non sequitur in there to see if she can
1: spot it. It's a really offensive question, Sam. Thanks for asking it. Actually, it is a bit shit. So from a a health perspective, we do eat too much sugar and saturated fat, and and saturated fat is linked to poor health. The the actual nature of that link is really, really tricky because it could be cultural. We don't eat enough fruit and vegetables and fiber and those things. Despite this, that, in inverted commas, poor diet, actually we don't have common deficiencies in the UK with a couple of little exceptions. So vitamin B9 or folic acid you might've heard of, and vitamin D, which might be an effect of lacking in sunlight and other cultural issues. Some groups, like different smaller groups within the UK, might be more likely to have micronutrient deficiencies, such as vitamin B12 in older adults, for example. But generally, most people get all the nutrients and vitamins they need from our shockingly poor diet. In general, if you are buying vitamins, you are buying expensive urine. The studies which look into nutrition, nutritional uh, epidemiology, these are notorious. Uh, What's a better word than bad? What's I want to not upset people. Oh, are, shit. Le, un, are differently good.
0: Yes. They, they're differently goodly
1: designed. Um, so they're often based on food diaries, and, and everybody knows we all lie in food diaries, including mm. me. They lack a, an intervention, they lack a, a thing that they're measuring. So make some people take a nutrient but control everything else. Very, very difficult to do. So add a placebo and they don't know what's going on. These blind tests are not done usually. Often it's very hard to get high-quality evidence mm. in, in medium to large populations at all. What,
0: what about the phytochemicals, he asks knowingly?
1: You can't just make up words, James. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess we could include them. Mm. Um, j- just for the other people who don't know what that is, what, what, what does that mean? Uh, plant chemicals. Yes, plants contain millions, millions of different chemicals. And remember, all, all meat-eating animals are actually there because of animals that eat plants or themselves mm. eating plants. Omnivores and condoms. Plants are the main food source made by the sun and the and the soil. It, plants are, are vital for for life and health. Many plant chemicals, uh, what James is calling phyt, whatever it was, um are known to have health benefits. But phytochemicals are not vitamins or minerals. Phytoestrogen, for example, you might have heard of estrogen. It's it's one of the hormones that animals produce, most animals. Phytoestrogens might be useful where natural estrogen in people is low. Tofu is uh, the, the 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 woke karate's favourite food, according to racists on the internet, tofu is a good source of phytosterols, and there is burgeoning evidence, reasonable evidence actually, that mm. phytosterols could protect us from high cholesterol and help a little bit with
0: heart function. Mm. Yes, I used to researching those things, uh, sir. <laughs> sir, what about what about ADHD, sir? Sir, well, James, as
1: you probably didn't know. With little Birmingham not knowing anything about nutrition. I can't do that it hurts me to say it. <laughs> Lifestyle factors including nutrition have been proposed by loads of people to be involved in how ADHD develops and how we manage our ADHD. Mm-hmm. Obviously sorry not obviously I just realized that was a scientist thing to say. what we definitely know that that if you're if you have if nutritional deprivation as a child or in the womb, that is required for healthy brain development, good Mm -hmm. nutrition, we know that, and how the brain functions. ADHD in adults likely impacts how the person living with ADHD is able to interact with their food environment, which means how you choose food, how you're able to buy food and access food, and even how you're able to eat it with sensory issues and cultural issues. So, how And what we does impact our physical and mental health, whether you have ADHD or not. Can you see how I'm going a bit around the houses here? Because it's a really difficult mm-hmm. question to answer. A problem with executive function a lot of us have. You don't have to. And the inability to choose what to focus on can lead to reduced interest in, in preparing foods, uh, overlooking details of, of healthy eating. And that's so that's not a food issue in general. It's about the ADHD, meaning we could eat less healthily. And so preparing appropriate nutritional meals can be a problem. We are made increasingly aware that many of the quick and easy options might have too many things in that can cause health problems. I We disagree sometimes, don't we, James, on the details. I worry about the term ultra-processed because we are on mm-hmm. I know that you think there's some evidence, strong evidence that ultra-processed food might not be helpful. I think mm-hmm. it's more about contents of the micronutrients themselves which you can also find in salty bread you know or or like caveman food but we we do tend to buy beige foods because they're easier to buy easier to make and if you've got
0: sensory issues i find them a lot safer oh so it's a tricky one it is what about all this (laughs) what about all the tosh you hear about you know nutrients curing adhd if you just take magnesium that'll cure your adhd yeah apart from turmeric Absolutely, Because <laughs> every
1: aspect of ADHD, if if you're if you're an imaginary rat, so have you ever been on the internet, either of you? Mm. It's it's, uh, uh, it's great. There are you can find hundreds of nutrients that have been proposing, it's, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes of posts proposed to be helpful in the treatment of ADHD, vitamins and minerals and polyunsaturated fatty acids. Puffers, I like the expression, <sighs> there isn't any clear evidence for any of them. Not really. Not really. Um, take So the, the puffers, the polyunsaturated fatty acids, and we're always told, oh, you've got to eat these polyunsaturated fatty acids. The evidence is so mixed that there is little support for, for omega-3 and any core symptoms of ADHD. I mean, tiny bits. And you could send me a paper, and people do, don't they, James? They send you papers all the time. What about this one paper? And then yeah. when you look at it, it doesn't agree with any of the others. It's shitly done. Some studies have looked at reduced blood levels of various minerals, magnesium, iron, zinc, in children with inattentive ADHD. And, and it's, there might be a link with, with if you have low iron, it could exacerbate your ADHD symptoms, but it isn't curing it. It isn't, it. it isn't, that's not what it is. If you haven't got a deficiency, there isn't any evidence to support the use of these things. Evidence from recent research doesn't allow any recommendations regarding the use of any micronutrients or probiotics in the management of ADHD. Brutal, but true.
2: Some people talk about yep. cutting out sugar as a treatment. Does this work?
1: It's an excellent question, Sam. We hear it a lot. I get talk- I get asked this almost daily. I'm guessing you do too. Um, Elimination diets, where you take one thing out of your diet. Remember, we're omnivores. We're like that. The car in at the end of Back to the Future. We really, really are good at taking food and making human from it. Some research, some research, indicate that elimination diets might benefit a small number of individuals with some aspects of ADHD. But they're not again very poor research, and it's not generalizable. Take sugars out or artificial colourings or preservatives, allergens if people have them. But this it's such mixed and weak evidence. I if you're going to eliminate something from your diet, it can do you a lot more harm than good in general. And please do it with your doctor Ding. <laughs> uh, whilst nutrition can play a role in managing ADHD symptoms in the individual, dietary changes are a part of a treatment plan. They really are. Nutritional. Supplements can build up in your body. They can stop the ADHD meds from working. They can be unhealthy for you. And most people don't have a deficiency. If you do, it's a medical issue. Individual responses to dietary interventions vary wildly for the individual. So, and that's the other thing to say, if you've found something that works healthy for you and you're under medical advice, then then you're, you're someone for whom that works. It doesn't mean we should be giving that advice to everybody. It doesn't work like that. So, so... Healthcare professionals, dietitians who are evidence based, please consider talking to any somebody who is really evidence based before making any big changes to your diet. Sugar is not evil.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, this that's the thing. No no nutrient is good or bad. It's amounts of nutrients yeah. that can be good or bad. Yeah. Um, right, we'll take a break and we'll come back with our personal reflections in part two. See you in a bit. Bye. No. Alex. Hi. What's up?
1: Hello.
2: welcome back to episode 155 of the adhd adults podcast where we are talking about adhd and nutrition james tell us about your diet
0: well it's fucking shocking isn't it let's be honest yeah. and it always has been um, i didn't realize i when i was young my mum always used to say oh he's a picky eater Mm-hmm. and she would right. have to for example mash carrot in with my mashed potatoes obviously making it orange to try and get vegetables in me and I would every Sunday at lunch say you put carrot in that and she'd say no I haven't eaten it and I wouldn't eat it the I, I what i what I've since realized many years later is that a lot of my food choices are based around a sensory processing issue with texture and this is quite common. And it's just it's so hard to define but if something is crunchy but not sweet and comes with you know kind of bits and and seeds i I can't have it so fresh vegetables al dente vegetables the texture absolutely I, i i just can't do it the best example for this i think is onions i love the taste of onion i love the smell of onion there is no way you can prepare an onion whether cooked or uncooked in which i will eat and enjoy it because the texture is either crunchy or slimy and it just it sets my whole body on edge it's the same with fruit now i can blend up a mixture of fruits and and have a smoothie if i kind of sieve out the bits and i love the flavor i love the flavor of some vegetables but it's the texture and that's one of the reasons my diet is shocking and it is beige all round because of a different issue which is i go and do the shopping because i can't let sam because if sam does the shopping she'll spend 200 pounds and i'm not joking come back with no food she'll just buy all the, the sparkly things in in the shop so i do the shopping every week and It's just I I can't imagine. I've never been somebody who really prepares food. I think I once made some like a steak when she was a meat eater for Valentine's Day. I don't cook meals because even as a scientist, I was not very good at following instructions to do science, let alone to do. Cookery, and if you look at all of the planning, you've got to go out and buy all these ingredients. They may not all be in one shop, and then you, you've got to keep them and remember them. If they don't go out of date, and then you've got to follow this recipe. and It takes an hour or half an hour to do it. It's just for me. It's always been chuck something in the oven. Now the air fryer, which you know you can tolerate. And food is very much a functional thing, so I, I would happily eat just kind of all bran for every, every meal. <laughs> Because it's not something I take a lot of pleasure from. There's a surprise for somebody who's anhedonic. It's just unless it's the really sweet and fatty stuff,
1: but well, that and that would be an elimination diet, wouldn't it? So it wouldn't be yeah. uh, healthy. Is that no, not at all. Good? It'd that's be te-
0: it be it'd be terrible. So the only way I can get healthy stuff into my body, ding, is it's got to be pureed or cooked until it's complete mush i'm kind of like this mad combination of a toddler and a 90 year old (laughs) where anything that's you know got the flavor and the texture that most people enjoy not fucking happening i just finally the vitamin the vitamin and mineral thing i've always found that fascinating i used to work a bit in the vitamin d field and it, it again this is this is something about how bad science can be (laughs) there are papers that just tell you vitamin d cures everything prevents everything is effective in everything and then there are probably better papers that have identified that yes particularly in the uk it is recommended that everybody takes vitamin d in the winter time because we don't get enough sunlight and sunlight activates activates one of the precursors for vitamin d um but most of the other stuff even with our crap diet most you know the a b you know C E. K, etc. Most of those things we do get from a crap diet. And as Alex said, if they're water-soluble vitamins, you just piss them out. You're just paying for something your body's going to excrete because you've got an excess of it. The specifically to ADHD, last point. Before I knew I had ADHD, and I'd done a television program called Old People's Home for Four Year Olds, seven C's got in touch and said we wanted to do a report on cod liver oil and not a full-on kind of systematic review but look at all the evidence and tell us where there's strong evidence that it helps stuff now i didn't hadn't got a diagnosis you and i had had talked about adhd and i kind of thought well i might have it and that was where there was most research for cod liver oil which has both polyunsaturated fatty acids and vitamin d in it and it was it was it was fascinating. The, the evidence was was just all over the place. Like big studies benefits children, big studies has no effect on children, smaller studies benefits inattentive children. Again, smaller studies has no effect. It's insane. Now, a lot of those were food diaries. So you fill in a food diary for a day, maybe three days at the most, in yeah. which you probably are going to lie or forget if you've got ADHD how much you ate and what you ate. And then that is nutritionally analysed rather than, and sometimes they might take a blood sample if you're lucky, if it's a biobank study. And then from that, they'll follow you up for five years and work out if something happens. And it's just, it's a terrible way of doing science. And it just fascinated me that that that, that kind of, it's, just, it's out there that yes, your children should take, you know, uh, cod liver oil or fish oils because it will help with ADHD. We just, we just, we don't know that. It's such a good example of what, that your own example, James. If
1: you, if you if you did a food diary, and because of your sensory issues and your ADHD in the yeah. preparation, it would look like you were eating foods that they would then say cause ADHD, but you're mm. eating them because of ADHD. Not yeah. the, it's, <laughs> In science, we call this concept wet pavement causes rain, mm. and if you just say, "Oh, look outside, the wet, the wet pavement," oh, then the rain comes. It's every time, and it's how the Daily Mail and the Telegraph make their money, is by Mm. getting the causation
0: the wrong way around. It pisses us off. Yeah, as you're speaking, Al, do you want to segue into your personal reflections?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the same, really. I I, I do love food. I have lots of food allergies, which is really fucking annoying. For somebody that loves cooking and loves food, it's a real problem for me. I can't eat onions and fresh fruit, and I have a, a thing called um, beach pollen tree allergy and if you google it, it's right it's really quite frustrating mm. um, and I'm lactose intolerant but apparently my impulsive nature doesn't care about that and so <laughs> I pay for that on on the weekly I get a lot of flack so for, for me and my eating personal eating habits um, I've always been ashamed of my food Pickiness as I've always same as you yeah. always found it really embarrassing. And I always go for the same things and the safety, and I don't and don't measure risk, of course. And it's, it's it's always been embarrassing. And then I loved cooking, but it was connected to alcohol. And now it's taken me, I reckon, more than a year to like cooking sober. And that's mm. a really tricky, tricky problem. I have noticed that I'm less. I'm more able to take risks without alcohol than, than than with it, which is weird but that that was an issue. I get so much flack for talking about nutrition and ADHD because I'm a little bit militant about the fact that we are omnivorous creatures fats, proteins, carbohydrates or sugars same, same word. we get energy from them by breaking them down into broadly similar Lego bricks, like the 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 little unit we break all of that food down to, is then what we build up to make fat. There's exceptions to that, and so if you eat fat, that isn't the fat that becomes the fat around your body. That's not how it works. And so the reason that people always tell me, "Oh, well, sugar goes to your brain and has these effects," just like ADHD, all of that isn't really right. Sugar is slightly problematic because it makes us feel hungry, and the reason for that is because when (laughs) we work evolutionarily, if we came across a honey, some uh, a beehive, it would make sense for us to keep eating sugar while we could. But if we slaughtered a oxen, then we know we've got food for a few weeks. So it doesn't make sense for a bit of meat to make us hungry. And it's more about that than any kind of this addictive thing we see online. I know some people can get addicted to sugar. I'm not saying that's wrong. So in general, we're pretty omnivorous. If you are pregnant person or you're ill or athletes, people with food disorders, it's it's, it's different. For, but for most people, we're pretty omnivorous and and eating healthily is a broad church. That's, that's all I want to say. Sam, what about you? What are your personal issues with food?
2: Um, I think I'm more sensory seeking with food. I like mixes of textures and it, it brings me lots of pleasure. Having said that, I generally eat the same thing for every meal every day. Um, uh, just because choice is, is difficult for me to make. So it's just easier if I know I'm just eating the same thing all the time. And um, yeah, and it, it's generally just easy. It's something that I can just whack in the air fryer for I have 10 minutes and just eat I'm vegan. Um, but... I'm not deficient in ev- anything because I've recently had some blood tests to check if I was because I went to.
0: Did um, you just laugh at that? But yeah, I yeah, did. I'm not deficient in anything. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> <son. laughs> <You're laughs> no, but but yeah, but there is. Listen, there, there's there's something important in that because she went to the doctor, if effectively describing burnout, and of course, when they found that she was a vegan, they went right. Let's check no, her no, blood. No. Let's check her blood because it's going to be B12.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: P- possibly like have that. burnout. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, um, um, yeah, all the things, despite eating the same meal every day. But I eat lots of fruit. I love fruit. Um, uh, uh, I'm vegan, obviously. So everything I eat basically is a vegetable, whether it's, even though it's massively processed, a lot of it. Um, yeah. and if, you yeah.
1: a, if you had a, uh, I don't know, uh, your own chef, and they and you didn't have to decide what to have, would you eat loads of different things all the time? <clears throat> I so all... i don't
2: decide they i'd still have to yes. decide there, wouldn't i
1: no, if they just brought you different dishes, would you like it? I
0: think I think Vegan-wise. what he's saying is if you took the exact kind of, she does like, yeah. so for example, Sam will go She's to a, a restaurant like Wilderness and have a taster menu where there's 12 courses and it's all tiny. Yes, that's do. I'd hate that. Hell, would you, hell for me. I love hell. it. I
2: don't have to choose any of it. They just bring it all to me and, and, and I just eat it all. Yes, so uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's the you're executive
1: right. function, ADHD yeah. and autism thing. Yeah, you're right. I, I would, would that's hell to me. In case it's mushy peas or some shit or whatever, um, just yeah. I just I've generally actually,
2: speak. yeah, I'm really good. Actually, I will eat and before I became vegan, I would just eat anything. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not very fussy about about yeah. food at all. And wow. So yeah. well,
0: I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but if anybody that's heard the the Choose Life sessions remix of Sam. Blumange and porridge, which apparently can mm. get in the fucking sea, you, yeah. there are, again, some textures for you, which you absolutely cannot That's engage That's true. In. That's gelatinous. gelatinous.
2: Yeah. I don't like gelatinous things that aren't jelly. I don't like things that Bing. are like fucking glue. Porridge is just glue. Bing. Rice pudding. Ugh. I hate all of <laughs> these things. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't like. Actually, there are quite a few things that I don't like. But mostly, hmm. I'll give anything a bash. I,
0: ding um,
2: <laughs> but yeah i eat the same thing for every meal and it, it' it'll be a food that i absolutely love until halfway through eating it i hate it and yeah. then James no, no, no. Has to find find me something else to eat and I don't know what so that in between stages yeah. horrendous let's let, well, let's
0: clarify eat. that for the listener, dear listener, what happens is that Sam will immediately go off something, but then not tell me. And then what happens is for the next three to four weeks, I'll buy the stuff that for the last year I've bought. And then we'll just notice that it starts to build up. And then I'll say, you're, I not, that. you're not eating this. Oh no, no, yeah, no, can't, can't eat that anymore.
2: Yeah, right, okay. and what happens is I think I must tell him, but I won't tell him now because he's just been shopping and I don't want him to think, yeah. oh, I bought all that. So I wait until just before he goes shopping, but then I forget again and he yeah. brings more stuff and I think, well, I can't tell him now because he's just been shopping. And then he goes, oh, you're not eating this. Yeah, my safe was... food is cereal. And I, if I'm in a bad place, I just eat cereal for every single meal. Yeah. Because that's my safe food
1: sorry what, good for, yeah it's not balanced is it that's the issue. no it's really not can, but... there's there's sorry yeah yeah my wife will eat anything she's it's weird mm. like she doesn't even care if it's heated up or like you know when you have like put it in the microwave it's lukewarm warm and there's cold bits in the middle mm. just eat
0: that not bothered and whatever it cha- is whatever you give her it's <clears throat> weird I, I am jealous of Sam's I am jealous of Sam's ability to do to, to eat so many things that are healthy and nutritious. I just wanted to add, because I didn't before, and this is important. <laughs> I am such a people pleaser that okay. there have been four or five occasions where I have felt that I had to eat all of the stuff that I hate. So over in I, I visited Israel for a conference and had to eat this cold white soup with chives in it and i was retching with every mouthful uh we went to i used to go I used to collaborate with somebody in seville who said i will take you to one of the proper tapas restaurants where they oh. had tomatoes as, as big as the larger of my testicles which is massive and they were these fresh and juicy oh, and the tomatoes I, they're the worst <laughs> yeah yeah they're the worst thing tomatoes because the the jelly and the pips i them and like i would just games, sit there Biting them and ju- I mean gagging. And would you do it now? Now you're unmasked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He
2: would. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And, and we, we went. I
2: <laughs> I went on the trip with him and said James doesn't eat any of this, and they were so like, "No, was, he does." This yeah. uh,
0: this this was in I think it was Singapore or Hong Kong. It was a sashimi restaurant, so they were bringing out you know raw tuna and raw salmon, and I didn't say anything. And again, I, I was uh, apologies if this makes anyone gag but as i was swallowing it i was throwing up in my mouth and then having oh. to swallow rather than say i'm sorry i don't like this and eventually i was so pissed on this plum wine they had because i had to just get hammered to not care as much and then eventually someone said well you haven't eaten much and sam said oh yeah no he doesn't actually like any of this food he like and fish it- at all <laughs> so the host called the chef out had a right go at him and then they brought out three or four massive platters of cooked meat <laughs> So after that was always my... an option. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. If you just, but, yeah. yeah, I know, but I I'm, but I'm such that. a people pleaser when it comes to that that I'll just I'll eat or drink something that I absolutely fucking loathe and and it. It's Why do not you ever please me then? Ding. I, I yeah, I, that's not on my on not my list of things ding. to do. <laughs> uh, time for a quick game. No, yeah. we haven't. No, I've just I've just <laughs> checked. We haven't. Have you just checked? Okay, yeah. so this is – so we're, we're at 7.5. I'm, I'm clawing, clawing the scorebacks. This is about a, a coaching slot where, obviously, I got something wrong, largely mm-hmm. due to my ADHD. Yeah, I think there's a ding coaching slot. So I very nearly missed the session but managed to make it. Was it because I checked the wrong calendar and therefore thought there wasn't a session? Was it because – I checked the wrong day on the right calendar and therefore thought there wasn't a session or did I not check a calendar and just rely on memory?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting one. Um, I, oh, that's a good one. I don't think you didn't check a calendar and rely on memory because you're always sort of dizzy when you get out your coffin and you've just woken up. So I think you always check. And you've just about got used to the, Gre- Gre- the Gregorian calendar, haven't you? So I don't think you checked the wrong calendar. So I think you checked the wrong day on the right calendar.
0: Seven six. <coughs> God, oh, look at you! Look at his smug face. God, I know. You? You I know. see him change. He's like, it. it's just a moment. When you, it, when you said it, when you said the first thing, I'm like, oh, relax. I can yeah, see. Yeah, no, I honestly, I looked at my phone the night before. I was like, right, okay, coaching session at eight. That's fine. Woke up in the morning, a little bit drowsy, and enjoying lying. And I thought that's right. I haven't Full got a coaching blood. session. T- I haven't got a coaching session till ten. I'll just I'll lie in for a bit. Just relied on my memory that I didn't yeah. have one at eight. And then when Sam said you got a coaching session in half an hour, and I'm like what? And looked at my phone, and went fuck. And then had to really scramble to get a- relying on my memory. I know, I know. it's mad. I do it
1: all the time, and I always say to myself, did it yesterday. Why are you like this? That's what I said. And then I have to say, you know why. You know
0: why. Ah, 7-6, I love it. We'll take a break. We'll be back in part three for some tipping. Tipping?
1: Welcome back to episode 155 of the ADHD adults. We are talking according to the script guy, about ADHD and stress, but we're not, we're doing nutrition. As always in part three, it's just the tip, top tips. spunk trumpeting, James. What are (laughs) your top tips for ADHD and uh, nutrition? I'll start with James, because I always do.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so focusing on the person with ADHD when it comes to nutrition. The first thing is obviously even getting adequate nutrition sometimes is difficult as in eating enough, getting enough calories. There, there are those of us that have eating disorders such as binge eating disorder. I don't have any issue with getting enough calories, believe me. But that whole remembering to eat thing, first of all, can be an issue because your brain, your level of focus might not allow you to notice the normal hunger signals that you get from the brain. So in terms of trying to kind of engage with food at the times that you want to, you know, you try and outsource that. So if reminders work for some people, not for everyone. If you've got a trusted person in the office or at home, then for them to, as I do with Sam, to come in and around 12 o'clock and say, Do you want some lunch? Because otherwise she'll go straight through till God knows what time and not eat. In terms of the 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 healthier food, we, we do tend to turn to unhealthier foods for snacks, people with ADHD. And many of us want to change this, particularly when, for those of us that do snack in between meals. So try and have healthier options to hand. And that's the key. Have them to hand. If your fruit or almonds or other kind of healthy option for a snack is hidden away in a cupboard, you're not going to eat it. If you've oh. got it out somewhere... Yeah, almonds are lovely. If you've got it out oh, somewhere... Oh. Shut up if you've got it out somewhere in a bowl where it's visible as you kind of are working, as opposed to as you walk past it. You may be more likely, if an impulse to eat kicks in, to to tend to go to a healthier option. The the final tip for people with ADHD is is try and I know we we don't do this. I mean, while even saying this, to be kind to yourself. You know, if you've got sensory issues with food, that's not your fault. The shame that I have had for years for not eating fruit and vegetables and feeling and you know when you go to a restaurant and people say oh you're not eating the salad like yeah. i'm some kind of <laughs> semi human like i'm not oh yeah, look at you eating you like are. a child you just be you're taking the salad off your burger yes i am because the texture makes me gag and i can't have it on there and that guilt and shame oh, because damn. i don't eat many fruit and vegetables unless they're fucking pureed or boiled until they're slop is it's still with me now when i go yeah. out and eat I, 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 hate, I hate it. So try and be kind to yourself when it comes to those sensory issues, when it comes to eating beige food because you haven't got the executive function. You know, w- w- getting an air fryer for Mrs. ADHD and oh, me, God, yeah. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, was a fucking game changer. It is. It's absolutely it really grammatically correct. Yes. Gosh. I, Gosh. I, I was going to say myself, but I didn't because I thought yeah, that know. Well, Why? I... wrong. It was a game changer because actually it just made a lot of that executive function stuff easier. Equally, if you want to, for example, have a curry, it's not, it's not bad to buy a, one of these new kind of packet curries where you have the base sauce and the spices and some coconut milk, for example. Yes. That's not the same as making it from scratch from ingredients, but it's a lot fucking easier when you've got ADHD, you're not going to get it right all the time. If you want to change your diet just like everything else with ADHD, start small. Make little changes. Try and form habits based on cues for those habits, which you can turn into routines. Because if you're going if to, you, if the aim is, right, you know what, I'm going to eat my five portions of fruit and veggie day and b- believe it, Believe me, nobody in the country, nobody. The average um, portions of fruit and vegetables eaten a day is around three point seven, and that hasn't changed in twenty years. Even yeah. after all those television adverts saying buy fruit and veg a day we still—that's a made-up number anyway, isn't it? it? Yeah, of course it is, because it's eleven in in Japan or Norway, and thirteen yeah. in another country. It's just—it's yeah. what was seen as being maybe achievable in the UK. Um, if if you you know if you if you slip if you kind of fall back if you have a period of eating unhealthy food just accept that that period might end it's not you forever now you can give it another go but just think about achievable and realistic goals when it comes to eating healthier food if you want um to the rest of the world what i'd say is don't fucking shame someone if they <laughs> scrape a salad off their off their <laughs> off their um burger don't point out to somebody that sat next to you, oh, you're not going to eat salad in a kind of slightly superior voice because you don't know if that person is not eating salad for reasons outside of their control. Yeah. That's my tip for every fucker else. Um, <laughs> don't be one. a dick is the tip
2: yeah yeah that's such a good one actually the number of times I've thought why does it fucking matter to you what I'm eating why do you have to comment on how much yeah oh you're eating or you're not eating why does it fucking matter why are you pointing Mm. it out to everybody and then and I actually hate that about going out for like group meals because I know the minute I Mm. order everybody's going to be like are you vegan? Why are you vegan? Well, what if you're on a desert island and fucking leave me alone? I don't give a shit what you eat. Stop really pisses me off. I just don't it, it's hard to tell. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, it really fucking pisses me off. Just stick to what you're eating, worry about yourself and leave me alone.
1: Th- yeah, that would have been the me- best top tip for the sexuality episode as well, quite frankly. <laughs> 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 leave us alone. <laughs>
2: I think for me, deciding what to eat and preparing it, especially because I love fruit, but preparing fruit is fucking difficult. And remembering to eat, they're the difficult things for me. And I am, as everybody that knows me will know, I am a fucking nightmare when I'm hungry or tired or cold or any of the things. People that I've lived with before can spot in me when I'm a little bit hungry and will rush and get me food because they know that just everything is so much worse when I'm hungry. So what I've started doing now, and this is not like the healthiest thing to do, where I buy my protein shakes from, I've got this nutritionally balanced meal that's basically dehydrated like a pot noodle and I carry it around with me all the time in like a little flask. So as long as I can get access to hot water, I've got a meal for when I'm like, I'm gonna die if I don't eat now. I've got meals with me. Are you all wondering?
1: The sorry, James. Are you wondering whether to bring up the problem with the
0: tech? No, 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 no. Um, what? I'm. I, I'm. You know, I said before the podcast because I thought I was going to be late. I need a big poo and to do my hair. I didn't have yeah. the big poo, and I'm now crowning. So I'm just wondering if I can leave you two to finish off the podcast episode yes. while I go and birth this monster. Is that okay?
2: Absolutely, yes, of course, yes. Awesome.
0: Um, I'm going to meet That's my, amazing. Meet myself. I'll, I'll see you all later, everybody. Okay, oh, bye. Please
1: don't take your mic with you accidentally. <laughs> For love of God.
2: Yeah, so I carry this meal round with me and I carry like little bars of smushed up fruit and stuff. I've always got loads of snacks with me because the minute I start to go downhill, it's it's um not good. You, I'm not good. Are you all.
1: aware? And, because I'm not, I I I only recently started to be aware of how badly I'm affected, and it's just every time it's the food. Oh, I was hungry yeah, again. No, I'm
2: aware, that's why I was just said that.
1: Yeah. Do do you have to, you don't need someone to tell you? I I know you're being mean, but do you don't need someone to tell you?
2: I do sometimes, especially so. James comes up at meal times to to tell me, and he makes the meal for me and brings it up to me because otherwise I just won't. If it's not at my desk, I'm not going to eat it because I've got to leave my desk to get it. And the same with drinks, so I have to fill up a couple of containers of drinks, and they have to be right in front of me. Otherwise, I'll forget to drink, even though I'm really really thirsty. But I think a lot of this is kind of so I I really struggle preparing food for myself and um deciding what to eat and the only time I can get myself to kind of prepare food for myself is imagining it imagining that it's for somebody else so I'll batch prepare a load of fruit for future Sam and I'm not very good at cooking I'm shit at cooking so I just bung everything in the air fryer for 10 minutes no matter how long it takes and it's either undercooked or overcooked and I just eat it it's fine but I think a lot of this is so dependent on money because you know you can buy pre-prepared fruit and vegetables that you can just eat straight out of the packet, and you can yeah. buy meals that are kind of ready done that you can just heat up in a microwave. But if you haven't got the money for that, that's really difficult, and to get the executive function to make it for yourself is is really difficult. But if you can get the executive function to make something for future you, then batch prepare stuff so that when you're having a bad day, you've got it already in the freezer or in the fridge or whatever. That's the all the tips that i can give really what about really, you Alan? They're,
1: they're so similar to mine sam so oh. i prepare if i want to actually cook and i like cooking i'll prepare food in in the golden time you know i'll do i'll actually make tonight's yeah. meal at 11 in the morning and i'll do the washing up and then it's all ready i don't need to worry yeah. about it because i think i'm going to be a different person at five and then suddenly <laughs> i can't do it and i'm lying there yeah and i can't i can't even think this is embarrassing i don't know what i like I, yeah. on my phone i have a list of meals i often like and one of them says pie i need <laughs> that written down apparently yeah i need the word pie written down because I, I don't know do i like i don't know no awareness whatsoever um good enough is more important than good that's the tip um if try and fail at this because it doesn't work for everybody. But if if you're overeating, I gamify a food diary. I try and compete with it and have fun with that and not beat myself up too much about it. Routine, I hate it, but I need it. So I I eat at 12. I have breakfast at 7. I eat at 12. I eat the same thing. and Not because I want to, but because it's just fracking easier. Do you remember when I was at your house and Jack offered me uh, an ice pop and said, do you want one? And I looked at my watch to see if I wanted one. I did not know. That. I don't know just have a look and he laughed what the fuck are you doing I don't know if I want one because it depends what time it is and so I've kind of routine I don't know just don't know any of that stuff from a nutritional perspective of, of looking at things that cause ADHD and really none of them are nutritional if you're struggling with that my top tip for that is beware the confirmation bias ask yourself this do I want this intervention or this thing, whether it's sugar is evil, whatever it is, do I actually want it to be true? And if so, am I prepared to change my mind if the evidence says it isn't? Because if no, that's okay. It isn't easy. We all have belief systems. Every single one of us, it takes practice to start to trust the evidence and the evidence changes, which is unsatisfying. We are all like that. But do start with the question, do I want this to be true? And if so, it's probably not going to be easy to change your mind. So be wary of what you're advising people. That that's my top tip for that
0: one. That's all, James. How was I, your
1: uh, how was your poo?
0: Well, obviously, do not go in there. Um, but what I'd say is, they, they, I know mean, this is going to sound odd. It's going to sound counterintuitive. I'm amazed you two are still going. I mean, I'm not amazed because two thirds of the podcast is you two talking to each other. Bang I world. actually think that when, not if, I quit this podcast, yeah. it'll have it'll have far fewer. Personal reflections, but I think it'll be longer because if it wasn't for me trying to keep you two to time, <laughs> this would just go on forever. It's two people having a nice chat, which Sam loves yeah. just having a nice chat. And I think Although, I re- I'd realize- fair,
1: your maths of saying when I leave, it's just two thirds of the podcast is you two talking. that I mean, mathematically, that adds up. <laughs> it,
0: it, it does, yeah. It does, I suppose. I just wanted to add oh, really yeah. quickly because I, I was, I had AirPods in so I could hear you talking while I was having a shit. Um, Frozen veg, no difference really between fresh. If you can't afford fresh veg, and it's the same with frozen because you still get they most of these things are frozen at the point of freshness. They're flash frozen, so most of the phytochemicals and minerals and nutrients are still there. And yeah. if you're like me, and it's a sensory thing, and you like impulse spending, getting a Nutribullet or other blender so you can make a smoothie and sieve it and get those vitamins is a great way of trying to get past the do you use it I, on and off obviously some weeks oh, I like yeah. i'll get run three weeks i like black cherries with apples and pears and raspberries and i have to sit out the raspberry shit but it's a lovely lovely drink and that's only because as the stop to like doing smoothie that i really liked and yes it does look like blood <laughs> anyway we've <clears throat> we've twatted on for long enough that was episode 155 of the adhd adults podcast where we talked about adhd and nutrition if you enjoyed this episode, blah 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 Patreon blah 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 ww blah 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 Bye bye. Bye bye all trigger warning backs on Class on Claxon 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 big clac
1: song trigger warning backs on class on
2: clax